time for school. Rock School with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. I assume seven. You are right. Am I right? And Chad P. Chad P. P. We, I'm Chad P. <laughs> <laughs> that is so stupid. <laughs> Class is in. Hey, good afternoon. My name is Joe Burns. Welcome to Rock School. I am a professor in the communications department. The guy sitting next to me, you can't see him, but he is. He's really sitting right next to me. Who are you? Chad P. Hey, good afternoon, everyone. It is another excursion for an hour into a topic. My wife looked at me, cocked her head to the left, and kind of went... Is anyone going to find this interesting? And I her head to the to left. To the left. Does your wife do the same no, thing? To the right. Is that is that <laughs> kind of like you're you're really what? That what? Uh huh. Uh-huh. But, uh, let me tell you where this came from. Today we're going to talk about time signatures. Now, oh, cool! Now a drum show. That's right. Now you're a drummer. Uh-huh. You you know how to write and read drum. Cadences and time signatures and structures and yeah. such. Let me tell you where this came from. The first song we're going to play is Pink Floyd's Money. Oh, I love that song. Now, Pink Floyd's Money, everybody knows it. Don't give me that goody, goody, good bull shaving cream. And <laughs> what happens is I was asked to play this song. Yeah. I wasn't asked. I, I was going to join a band, and they said, hey, let's, you know, one of the songs you want to play is, is Money. And I was oh, really early in it. And I'm trying to play it, and I keep messing it up. Why? And I, I can't seem to get it right. Folks, music is written with what are known as time signatures, yep. tempos. Mm-hmm. Normally, music, rock music, is written as what is known as dance music. Mm-hmm. It is in what is known as 4-4. Four, 4-4, four. Four, four, yeah. Straight beat. Yeah. One, two, three, four. One, two, two three, three, four. One. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Bum, yeah. bum, bum, bum. Too much love drives a man insane. It's just straight yeah. music. The thing about it is, a lot of people who are decent musicians will attempt to create and attempt to write music in these different time signatures. Mm-hmm. And they'll attempt to make music that sounds like it's not quite right and it's off and odd. Uh-huh. Money's the same way. And I couldn't get it right. And, and it seemed like it ended too soon and it started in weird places. And I went to a guy I felt I could ask a question to and he wouldn't make fun of me, a teacher I had at the time. And I said, why can't I get this? And he looked at me and he said, well, you can't get it because it's written in 7-4. What? 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 <laughs> Se- what? what does that mean, 7-4? He goes, oh, you're counting 1, 2, 3, 4, 1, 2, 3, 4. That's not what the song is in. The song is in 7-4. What does that mean? He said, count 4, then count 3. Get how 4 and 3 add up to 7? Yeah. 1, 2, 3, 4, 1, 2, 3. 1, 2, 3, 4, 1, 2, 3. 1, 2, 3, 4. I said, I don't get that. He said, oh, let's play the song. One, I'll show two. you what it actually means. And I said, okay, well, I'll see if I can't play it across it. Now, Pink Floyd, really good musicians. They were part of what was known as the progressive rock movement of the 70s. Yep. Three, four, one, two, three. One, two, three, four. One, two, three. One, two, three, four. One, two, three. Look what That's you just learned. That's what was screwing me up. It's not in 4-4. Four, four. 
it's in 7-4. So for an hour today, songs that are in weird time signatures. Here's Money on Rock School. fun because if you go online you can read someone's actually gone in and transcribed everything that these people are saying yeah. when they were recording dark side of the moon they brought people in off the street and just had them to talk in front of microphones just talk. and talk and they just took these random samples and put them at the end of money <laughs> and people have actually gone in and transcribed what each one of these people have said there you go that's money pink floyd as we talk about odd time signatures hey, now you, you, you pointed out during that song that they actually switched to a four four that's whenever right they, whenever they got down david gilmore was was he said that soloing when they played the solo they went into straight four four right straight into rock city no change in key signature straight rock city just four four beat and the reason was david gilmore didn't want to play leads over top of seven eights because what that is is that's one beat less yeah. than 4-4. Four, four. Yeah. So when somebody would start to dance, what would happen is the downbeat right, the downbeat would come one beat right. two too early, right. which is what I was running into when I was mm-hmm. attempting to learn the song. That's probably why when, when you see these kind of bands in concert that play these songs that uh, the crowd is not clapping along <laughs> with it because nobody can keep the time. It is difficult. So. Now, that's one too few. Yeah. Now I'm going to give you one too many. Ah. This is another band that's part of that 1970s progressive rock movement, Ooh. Genesis. Genesis. This is a song called Turn It On Again mm-hmm. from their 1980 album, Duke. Phil Collins in this one? Phil Collins is in this one, right. Yeah. He's the one that wrote, I believe he is the sole author on this one. Don't hold me to that. I believe he is the sole author. This one is hard to follow. And what most people do is they listen to this, and there's a, a segment in it where the whole band does a dun sting, okay. but no one seems to ever get it right. And <laughs> the reason is because the sting is always one beat too late. Uh-huh. Why is it one beat too late? Because the song is in a time signature denoted as 13 fourths. 13 fourths. 13 fourths, or what's called... 13 quarters. Okay. Do the mathematics. Yeah. You go 4-4 four, four into that. Yeah. What that is is three 4-4 four, four measures, 4-4, four, 4-4, four, 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 12, yeah. and then one additional. Oh, so wow. hit the button. Two, three, four, one, two, three, four, two, three, four, one. One, two, three, four, two, three, four, two, three, four, one. Extra beat yeah, in there. I sure did. The whole song follows that. This is Turn It On Again, Genesis.
Turn it on again from the album Duke. It's Genesis on Rock School well, time what, signatures. Hey, if you can figure this out, and, I didn't and figure you, it out. No, I, I mean, went with the music. If, if, if you know by us telling you, and then you can sit there and count and say, "Oh, okay," yeah, then it's cool. But if you can't get it, God it makes you. It drives you crazy, yeah. yeah. And what's interesting, angry. What's really interesting (laughs) about this is when I I took jazz lessons for a short time, and I mean a short time. I took them for about four months from a guy that was just this little, very you know, thick pop bottle glasses guy who just sat in a corner and just nobody attempted to challenge him. This guy was just a wizard. And his big thing was, it doesn't matter what the time signature is. You have to make it sound like a groove. Okay. And the next song we're going to play is Led Zeppelin, The Ocean. Oh, and, wow. And this is one I learned. The band I was in in college, which the band's name was Theory, believe uh-huh. it or not. The uh, the band I was in, this was the song we opened our second set with. Mm-hmm. And I used to own this little twin 12 Roland, you know, two twin um, 12-inch speakers. Yeah. And it had uh, a spring reverb in it, literally a spring. Mm-hmm. And I would come out and pound on the top of the... Uh, the speakers and that spring would vibrate and depending on how hard I hit it it would sound like the ocean rolling forward and then I would blow into the ocean and the thing is if you count this just right mathematically it comes out to 4-4 Okay. But when you see it written out as music it's actually in 15 eighths 15 eighths. So when you count it. 13 a while ago, now we're at 15. <laughs> when you count the ocean, if you want to count it out straightforwardly, you count it out as a measure of 7 eighths uh-huh. and then a measure of 4 4. So when this thing starts, Oof. count 1 2 3 4 1 2 3. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three. So every other, go 2 4 4. Then count a three four, <laughs> then a four four, then two four fours, yeah. then count a three four. Okay, and then and turn th- in your fraction homework to us. And on then Monday. turn your fraction homework into us. Please understand there will be a quiz afterwards. This <laughs> is from the album Houses of the Holy, nineteen seventy three. This is the ocean on odd time signatures. Attempt to count this one out. It's wicked. This is Led Zeppelin on Rock School. Sonic machine, Dude, wasn't he? We Man. should not be having this much fun at work. Honest to goodness, it's a good time, isn't it? I was afraid hey, to count that one off. Hey, for those of you who obviously uh, you can't see it, he counted it. He counted it off mic, and it's exactly what he said it yeah, was. Yeah, I was afraid to do it on mic, because that <laughs> that's one that's really out there. But the thing about it is, like like my jazz teacher said, that you unless you really looked at the music... Led Zeppelin, even though they were playing in this odd time signature, it was a groove. You never saw it as some odd time signature. It was an an odd groove. Now, I'm going to play another one for you that uh, you've probably danced to it. 
but it is this weird time signature, and I'm going to point it out to you. You've never heard it before. Once I point it out to you, it's going to be something, every time you hear the song, you're going to go, I can't hear anything but the time signature. you got to let me catch my breath. We'll be back in one minute. Rock School, as we talk about weird time signatures in rock songs, and a lot of these come from these 1970s groups, which they... They, I say they, the record companies, attempted to pigeonhole by calling them progressive rock. And, and this group is no different. Living in the Past by Jethro Tull. Oh, I, I know love you've Jethro heard Tull. It. I know you've heard it. But first of all, let me ask you, mm. do you know the theme song to Mission Impossible? Do you know the time signature that the theme to Mission Impossible is in? Oh, oh sure. It's written on my wall. Oh, my oh is it? <laughs> no, it's I don't in, know. <laughs> it's in 5-4. Five, four. One, two, three, four. Instead of one, two, oh, three, four, one, no, two, no, no, three, no, no, four. No, no, no. It's in five, four. The number five. Odd Drummer, numbers. Drummers and the number five. We don't they get don't along. They don't get along? No. Well, listen, listen. One, two, three, four. Bum, bum. One, two, three, four, five. Bum, bum. Two, three, four, five. Bum, 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 So every, every single measure an additional beat mm-hmm. is given so instead of 4/4 four, four, it is 5/4 yep so the theme from mission impossible not the remake by U2 they cut it down to 4/4 four, four. Mm-hmm. but the original mission impossible 1 2 3 4 5 and 1 2 3 4 5 and now here's Jethro Tull's living in the past listen go <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, I hear it. four, five. Here you go. Five, four. Living in the past on Rock School. You know, a lot of these things come down off of uh, off of these download music sites because you know I, I don't I didn't have uh, the album cut version of it, so I go on to these mm-hmm. these music sites. Yeah. These uh, what do I have? That iPod thing? What is it? What's that? Steve Jobs? Yeah, the iTunes. <laughs> I, that's how old I am. I'm 43. You you darn theme. kids and your rock and roll. I uh, <laughs> I I you know I go and I download these things, especially if it's live like that, mm-hmm. and it just it just it comes to a dead end like that. Can you name any other rock band or any other country rock? band that has a lead flute like that. I can't name any band that has a lead flute. Well, I've Marshall, never heard... Tucker, Marshall Tucker Band has a, a flutist like that. I've never heard a flute get down like that. Well, a Marshall Tucker Band has one. There's also a flute player in Kansas. Okay. And I'm trying to think of any other one that has it, but which is what really sets you know them apart. So we're close to half past right mm-hmm. now, and we do a couple little pieces, uh, pieces of business at half past. Let me pitch the website to you. Go ahead. KS... LU, which is the lovely radio station which we're sitting in right now, kslu.org. Go check them out. You will see on the right-hand side something that looks like a chalkboard. And that chalkboard has on top of it the words Rock School. Click on that, and you will get to see... 
my picture, Chad's picture, yep. bios about us, and a bunch of other little things. You'll also have the ability to write us an email, or if you just want to go straight to your computer, we do have an email address, and it happens to be kslurockschool at gmail.com, kslurockschool at gmail.com. I believe you got an email over the over the uh, week. That's right. About, a, uh, about, right. A fellow professor uh, disagreed with uh, how I how I stated that ten years after was named ten years after after Elvis and and I I, I thought I got it across but apparently I didn't get it across enough uh, mm. uh, the 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 concept of of ten years after. The band simply put it out there, 10 years after Elvis, but they never said 10 years after Elvis what. Uh, it's sort of a, an urban legend they just allowed to hang out there. I got you. And they never said after what. I'm, I'm sure the band knows what it means, but they just kind of let it hang. It's it's never meant 10 years after what. He died, yeah. he lived, he got his first hit, he went to Germany, right. you know, he had his daughter. What? Mm -hmm. no, they never said it. So, Either way. And I wrote him back yeah. and I said, well, that's what it means and and all is good. Yeah, and all you too good. can be a part of that. That's probably the most popular topic that we get. You can email us show ideas, you can ask us questions, or you can just tell the good doctor that you think he's wrong. Oh, which I've is been told I'm wrong numerous times. 95% of all the emails we get that's are... That's right, and I've only been caught once. That's true. One time has some, somebody only had caught me that I'm wrong. I'm going to catch you. Time for the stump. We're catch talking right about here. Rush, We're who, by Rush. the way, guys, I'm telling you, if you want to listen to a band that can play in obtuse time signatures, mm -hmm. Rush is one of them. That's Go correct. ahead. Well, you know, one reason why they play all of these extremely unique time signatures is due to Neil Peart. Right, their drummer. That's right. That's right. He was voted best rock drummer for, oh, a numerous times. Sure, God the on 19th, the drums. In the 1980s. Mm -hmm. How many years in a row in the 1980s? Are you talking Modern Drummer Magazine? Yes. Yes, okay. Okay. How many years in a row? I mean, he took oh. he took it X number of years in a row in the 80s. It's a straight guess. It's a straight guess. I don't I don't really read Modern Drummer. I pick it up. I pick it up if there's something on there I want to see cuz what they do in in Modern Drummer Magazine, they'll they'll show somebody mm -hmm. and then they'll have sort of this bird's eye view looking down at their kit. Uh -huh. They'll show where all the drums are set right. up. Oh, beginning in now, I'll give you this. It started in 1980. He yeah. was voted best drummer in 1980. 1980 would have been would have been the album. Gosh, moving pictures. I assume seven. You are right. Am I right? 1980 to 1986. Thank you very much you to me. You are right. Thank you very much to me. You looked at my notes. I did not. I really didn't. This is a song. It's a little long. Seven minutes long. This is by Rush. It's called Jacob's Ladder. I love the song. For me to even attempt to tell you all of the different key signatures, we all don't of have the different that kind of key time. changes, it, it changes key signature, pardon me, pardon me, time signature seven times. Wow. Seven times this thing One changes. One change for every minute. It's it's insane. Jacob's Ladder. This is Rush. Attempt to tap your foot to this. You'll get a cramp I, on Rock School. I, I dare you. I dare you.
I have no idea what that song is about. You know what? I have no idea what the heck just happened for the past seven minutes. I just had, like, 10th grade math flash back in front of my it face. It really did. I have, you know, that's the kind of song you play to impress somebody, and they kind of look at you afterwards and go, who do I see to get the last seven minutes of my life back? Exactly. That was, that was yeah. Just to, just, but did you hear all of the time signature? The guitar would come in in one time signature, and then it would come to a stop, and the drums would kick in another time signature. You know, I know on my guitar, I know I can play 20 different Rush songs. Uh-huh. I can play Spirit of the Radio, and I can play Free Will and all that kind of stuff. I've never even attempted to play Jacob's Ladder well, because Lord, no, why it's would absurd. you, you got to be John Nash to even understand <laughs> it. <laughs> it's absurd how that thing changes around. So let me play you one that's a little more up, a little more peppy, a little more psychotic, a little more, more psychotic. really out there. Are you familiar with the Police's album Synchronicity? Yes. By the time Synchronicity came out, Sting was the police. Mm-hmm. Andy Summers was just kind of there. Okay. You know, the drummer was just kind of Stuart Copeland. There, yeah. And when Synchronicity came out, all the songs were by Gordon Sumner, Sting, except two. Okay. The song that was put up by the drummer, Copeland, was called Miss Gradanko, and it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Are you safe, Miss Gradanko? Miss Gradanko, are you safe? But the one that was put up by Andy Summers... Wow, kids, are you ready to see? (laughs) Look at your speakers. See if they don't turn a strange color. The reason I'm doing this is because this song is in seven-eighths. Wait a minute, didn't you play seven-eighths? No, I played seven-quarters. Seven-fourths. This is in seven-eighths. Big difference. So it is counted as... Seven inside of a single measure instead of seven out over two measures, which means instead of counting three and four, you count the full seven. Okay. What? Attempt to follow this piece of music. The best I can tell you is when you listen to it, you'll say, wow, that sounds like... Uh, Indian music, uh-huh. music from India. It yeah. sounds like somebody should be belly dancing to it. And you, I'm going to say, well, you're right. Seven eighths kind of lends itself to that kind of music. So, from the Synchronicity album, and I apologize for it up front. This is Mother by the Police. Technically, Andy Summers from Synchronicity. Seven eighths on Rock School. Yeah, I'm not so much Chad. paying attention to the count. Chad, the telephone is ringing. Could yeah. that be my mother on the phone? Well, hopefully. <laughs> is that the Norman me. Bates theme song? Can you believe that? I wasn't paying attention to the Simon signature. That song was crazy. I love that tune. I really do. That's the police, the Norman Bates theme song. Is that my mother on the phone? Honest to goodness, we'll be back in just a minute. Uh, this is uh, We'll return with a song from uh, Yes. It's called Changes. It's from the 90125 album from 2004. In one minute, we'll be back with a winner on Rock School. 
Rock School as we talk about some very odd time signatures and we discussed for a while the 1970s when the record companies were attempting to pigeonhole a lot of these art rock groups calling them progressive music. Yep. This is the 1980s repackaging of one of those groups. Yes came out with an album 90125 which was basically the catalog number of the album. That's where the that's where that number came from. Hey. There was a song on there called Changes Okay. And it had a very interesting intro. And I remember when it came out, I was in college, and it was one of these where myself and two or three of my instrumental friends picked up our instruments and attempted to figure out this phrase. We attempted to get this thing to work, and the way we learned it was short, long, short, long, short, long, short, long. We never really did figure out what the, the actual time signature was, but when you listen to it, it's the same phrase. Short, long, short, long, short, long, short, short, long, long, short, long, short, long, short, short, long, long. That's how we learn to play it. In reality, the introduction, and they come back to it at the end, is played in a key or a time signature of 17 eighths. What? What? I agree with you. How do you count it? Well, you counted eight sixteenths, six sixteenths, 14. and then six sixteenths. In reality, we did it best. Dun 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 dun. Short, long, short, long, short, short, long, long. This is changes by yes. Attempt to count it out. It's a little soft at first, but it just keeps getting louder and louder. It's one of these that when you actually play it for someone, like the beginning of Rush's YYZ, right. when you actually play it for someone, it's one of those that the mouth just kind of drops open. Changes on Rock School. Listen, they're going to go back into it. Okay. Listen. Here it is. 17-8. Wow. Wow. Counting that thing out is something else. What's really interesting is when you go online and actually grab the music and see it written. Because oh God, why would you want to? <laughs> just to see it written out. Because what happens is you have to not only write the le- or write out the music, but you have to subdivide individual notes. So you have notes that are subdivided and then uh, uh, items on top of it Mm-mm. with a number subdividing Mm-mm. the note. It's only really you, something else. Only a crazy adjective guitarist like <laughs> you could do such. <laughs> really I, we something just else. listen to it. I tell you what, folks, if you've been listening to this show and you need to go pop a couple of Advil now because yeah. you're just so confused, we're gonna I'm end with on a, you. We're going to end on an easy one. We're, and you're a drummer. 
I know. That's what's something else. What? You are a drummer. You are a drummer. You know, I learned most of this when I, I took I took jazz guitar, I'm telling you, for, oh, I don't know, four, maybe five months. Okay. And the vast majority of this came from this guy. Mm-hmm. He just took music theory and just jammed it down our throats. Mm-hmm. And I, our throats because it was a five-person class. Right. <laughs> and it's just, and it was one of these things where, you know, I, I knew it. You know, it was one of these where I was this stupid 16, 17-year-old kid, mm-hmm. and we all had respect for this guy, and he would teach it, and I just kind of, I want to be that guy. I want to be that guy, and I want to teach it. We're going to end on an easy one. Do you know what waltz time is? It's called 3-4. Any rock songs with that? ton of them. What? Absolute ton of rock songs with that. The one you may actually know is by the Beatles. Hey. Yes. Lovely Norwegian wood. So we're going to wrap up with that on the Time Signature Show. I hope you enjoyed it. It was was a little music theory But you learned something. But you learned something. We're going to finish up. My name is Joe Burns. We finish up with Waltz Time 3-4. Who are you? Chad Peepee. I'm Chad (laughs) Peepee. That is so stupid. (laughs) This is Rock School Classes Dismissed. I once had a girl, or should I say, she once had